AMD calls it quits. If you bought this Asus motherboard, you might be in for some trouble. And Nvidia's got a new RTX 3080 Ti laptop for us. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. Speaking of, where's my coffee? There we go. I hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. I took an extra couple days off just to recover from the holidays and be uh, here now. It's Wednesday, my dudes, so let's jump on into the top story of the day, which is CES grows smaller and smaller by the day because AMD and MSI have both canceled their presence at CES 2022, at least physical presence. MSI putting out a press release that everything's now going to be online and then AMD following up saying after careful deliberation, AMD has decided to cancel our in-person presence at CES 2022 in Las Vegas and will instead transition to a virtual experience. This is following the likes of Intel, who's already pulled out, as well as a bunch of other companies, including Lenovo, Amazon, Facebook, AT&T, T-Mobile. As far as I'm aware, NVIDIA hasn't officially canceled, but they may not have been having a physical presence there to begin with, so they might not have had to roll this back. A lot of people got their hopes up for CES 2022 being a return to form for press and computer companies to come together once again because it has been roughly two years. I believe CES 2020 was kind of the last major tech conference that took place, and then returning this year was everybody's hope, but then obviously with a whole bunch of other stuff going on, that's not going to be happening. But it's not just limited to AMD and MSI. It also looks like Google is pulling out of their physical presence as well as Waymo canceling their show floor presence for everything, and CES 2022 essentially just becoming a shell of its former self. But personally, I'm still excited for for what we're gonna have announced by Intel, AMD, and NVIDIA next week. And in fact, it's on the 4th of January. I will likely be streaming that. That's the current plan. So we can do just a, a hosting party of everything that's going on there. So mark your calendars for that. It's gonna be a little early. We'll start at like 9 a.m. Eastern time for all of those, but mark your calendars for that. Let me know if you're still excited for CES, regardless of the virtual physical thing. I mean, most people don't end up going to it and it's all just like press releases anyways. This is just kind of big deal for the companies and the press media, at least people wanting to go back to the way things were before the plague. And you know what doesn't plague me anymore? Bad sound quality in my headphones because I personally only use really good headphones now like today's video sponsor, Drop, and their Sennheiser HD 6XX headphones based on the ever popular HD 650 open back style. The HD 6XX retain all of the favorite qualities that people had from that. Number one, the balanced audio, the great great drivers, the Sennheiser quality that you've come to expect with a great new aesthetic in deep midnight blue. It also has the replaceable cables that you've come to know from Sennheiser headphones. And right now, Drop is running a great special until the end of the year, end of the month. Right now, you can get them for $179 over on their website by clicking the link in the video description, which is down from $220. That is a phenomenal price. I remember they were on sale for $199, and I thought that was a good deal. And now $179, in case you're looking for a high quality pair of headphones. My friends, going with a mass drop Sennheiser combo can't steer you wrong, all right? The HD 58Xs that I've had, the PC 37Xs, and the HD 6XXs, my goodness, friends, just check them out at the link in the video description, especially if you're looking to pick up yourself some good open back headphones this 
Holiday season, technically we're still in the holidays because New Year's is about to happen. And you know what else is about to happen? AMD renegotiating their partnership with Global Foundries and essentially what they're going to be doing with their wafer agreement. And in case you're not familiar with this, Global Foundries used to be the sole supplier of whatever AMD was doing before Ryzen came about, but they renegotiated everything because Global Foundries couldn't keep up with the switch to seven nanometers. So they got pushed by the wayside. And so now they're currently just making things like the IO dies that are on the Ryzen chips and not the actual chiplets, but they're renegotiating it for a multi-billion dollar deal and the partnership will continue to exist. And this is a partnership that I am surprised we haven't had already because it just makes so much sense. XPG announcing that they want to make gaming mice with storage built in them, which like, yes, obviously storage, depending on how you put it in there, as long as it's not spinning storage, likely won't take up a whole lot of weight, but then also can be very portable. If you wanna carry your mouse from computer to computer, especially if you're traveling, you can keep all of your important, you know, files and photos and whatever documents you like to carry around with on the mouse, and then you have it there. Storage has become so compact that putting it in the mouse just like makes sense. I don't have to have an extra dongle. I don't have to have a completely different set Setup, it could just be baked into the mouse. Obviously this will be limited by USB speed. And although I don't know the details behind this, likely it transmitting data as well as the mouse signal might create some sort of interference. But I mean, this just seems like a no brainer. They're saying that they could get the prototype model of one terabyte of storage up to 985 megabytes per second. I want one. Uh, XPG, yes, make this, I'll buy it. If it sucks, well, I'm sorry, but at least, yes, this is a concept I would like to see. But a concept a lot of people don't like to see is when they buy, you know, multi-hundred dollar motherboard and then it starts having issues because a capacitor is installed incorrectly, or at least that's what's happening to the Asus ROG Maximus Z690 Hero motherboards, according to reports that are popping up all over the internet. Orange light of death issues that's happening with these motherboards where they're ceasing to work and people are getting a 53Q code. So that's making that their expensive motherboard is not working anymore. Buildzoid doing an investigation on this by taking a video clip and then seeing what's going on. It looks like a capacitor was installed incorrectly, a single capacitor. However, there are reports out there that this likely is limited to a single batch because there are plenty of motherboards like this that actually have the capacitor that are actually installed properly. So just be wary and get that R made in case you happen to have a Z690 Hero for everybody who's switched to the new Alder Lake setup. And I won't be switching to Final Fantasy 16 anytime soon because it's delayed six months due to COVID, at least according to the game developer. They're six months behind schedule. They were supposed to unveil more information by the end of this year. They're coming out and saying, that's not happening. COVID caused issues. You'll get it sometime in 2022. You'll find out information. And I want to find out more information about God of War Ragnarok. And there's some details popping up on the PlayStation Store database showing that we might be getting the game on September 30th of 2022, which is like, yes, okay? I'm only including this because I want to play this game so gosh badly that I'll hold on to a rumor that's just a placeholder. September 30th, give it to me. I don't care. Just I, it, as long as it comes out in 2022, I'm going to be happy. No more delays on God of War Ragnarok. No more delays on the hottest tech deals that you can get on the internet. Don't forget that we have UFD deals where you can find hot tech deals as they're cropping up. I got a couple for you today. Intel has their Core i9-12900K on sale at B&H for only $590. It's an expensive processor, but it is discounted slightly 
badly, which Intel doesn't normally discount their processors. So it seems to be a pretty good deal. In case you're looking for 18 terabytes of external storage, Western Digital has their MyBook external desktop hard drive going for $300 right now, which is a savings of roughly $240 or about 44% off. And you know what's a lot of percentages off? Crypto stonks, my goodness. Bitcoin decided, hey, I'm gonna wake up today. I'm just gonna fall down the stairs. Bitcoin down 7.1% as of the time of recording, down to 47,637. It had a pretty good like holiday spurt. It was over $50,000 for the majority of the time. And then it's just like, nope, I need more liquid cash. Get rid of the crypto. Ethereum also down roughly 7% to be at $3,800. Dogecoin down 8.5% to sit at 17 and a half cents. Meme stocks also faring mildly. GameStop down half a percent to be at 147.59 and AMC down 2.7% to sit at 27.90. And I'm gonna tell you something that sounds like a meme, but is allegedly true according to reports that are floating out on the internet that if you ask Alexa to give you a challenge, uh, it might tell you to stick a penny in an electrical socket because that's what happened to at least one user who has a screenshot of their voice activity with Alexa when a 10 year old asked Alexa for a challenge. It said, here's something I found on the web. According to ourcommunitynow.com, the challenge is simple. Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs in the screenshot showing that this is an Alexa setup right here, which is obviously absurd. Not what you want to see happen. This is what happens when you aggregate data without fact checking it. That's shocking. Anyways, the mother reporting this to news outlets and also telling Alexa, no, no Alexa. But also, Alexa, set an alarm for 3 a.m. And the alarm that the James Webb Space Telescope might explode on launch is gone. I know I'm a little late to this, especially since I'm only reporting on this on Wednesday, but the James Webb Space Telescope successfully launching on Christmas Day. It's up in space right now, kind of unfurling, getting ready to go, course correcting to get out to the L2 orbit plane. And you can go to this website, which we'll have linked in the video description to see where its current stage is at. Its forward sunshield palette is being deployed right now. It's trying to get up to the full, nice, um, glorious immersion that's supposed to be the James Webb Space Telescope. And you see how far it is, it's about 35% complete. According to reports, we're not supposed to be seeing any footage or any pictures coming out of this telescope for the next six to nine months. It's gonna take a while for it to get established, for them to get everything up and running. But so far, so good. As of the time of filming, it does appear to be going rather smoothly. And electric vehicles are smooth, at least smoother than powered by explosion and Hyundai tends to agree that maybe the future is electric. According to reports out there, they are ceasing research and development on internal combustion engine vehicles, also known as ICE vehicles, with regards to all of the cars that they might come out with in the future and switching to electric, with the report saying that they believe that the electrification of the cars is inevitable, so they're working on that now. And inevitable is the name of every GPU launch ever. They just keep coming. NVIDIA's RTX 3080 Ti getting leaked. This is supposed to be announced at CES next week. It's gonna have a max TGP of 175 watts, 7,400 CUDA core, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 16 gigabit per second memory speed. According to reports, it's gonna be wicked fast, wicked smart, fast GPU and a laptop. And we've been talking about the Fantasy One GPU that's been announced by InnoSilicon that's supposed to be launching at some point. Somebody got 
a video of it running things. And it's the worst video that I've ever seen because somebody starts the video in landscape mode and then flips it to portrait, but then the screen doesn't rotate. And I know he's trying, but there's a video playing on the Fantasy One GPU down there in case you wanted to see that GPU working. It does work. And my voice does not work anymore right now because I'm done with this episode of Hot News. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you tomorrow for breakfast, my friends, as we close out this fantastic, fantastic, this year, that was 2021. See you tomorrow.